The sound of that cold Coors Light can only mean one thing. It's time to start the show. Hi, hello there, uh, iTest Power Hour fans. I know you guys have been, uh, you guys heard about our Marconi Award last uh, last time we recorded for the uh, Outstanding Podcast episode. Uh, macaroni Award. The Macaroni Award. I ate for, the award in one sitting. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, New was, world record. Uh, he ate a whole casserole of the Stouffer's, uh, the mac and cheese. <laughs> the keto it wasn't quite working out for him. It said, it said the pasta was keto-friendly, so I, I ate it all. The garlic bread was not, though. So, and t- thus he retains the name, Tim Cleavage Smith. Tim. <laughs> so today might be our most important episode yet. Reason being, we got a tablecloth, and we look so professional now. How much it, did you pay for this? Oh, uh, three ninety-eight based on that, that little smiley face rollback thing at Walmart. That's right. That and the actual retail price was? Yeah, it's not prices are right. Yeah, man, we look really professional. Why did we need a tablecloth though? That's because there were stains. Because the table looked like shit. The table looked like shit. But I mean, like Chad had been cleaning catfish on this table for the last four years. It's been filleting fish out here. Someone put the dick on this thing. I'll tell you that much. But yeah. I'm gonna tell you the tablecloth don't have protruded dicks. <laughs> Wait, I, I I'm mind. not I'm not a biologist. <laughs> We're moving on. So um, th- th- that's actually a little uh, transition here. You you I heard Chad cleans catfish. <laughs> <laughs> so Corey's really into that. Kind uh, of Corey stuff. is into that. And speaking of, uh, you guys may have heard his voice just then. Um, we uh, we have allowed Corey to come back. He has accepted uh, our intervention. He's accepted treatment for his condition, and Intense so he's allowed to come rehab. back. Um, so that's good. Un- unfortunately, was it electrotherapy? Like they'd show you like a picture of like a horse like galloping in a field, and they'd shock your ball sack. Have, have you like, seen that scene yeah. from Clockwork Orange, where they have those eyes and they just kind of yeah, you know you, just hanging out in there? Make you make you watch. What are they making you watch, though? Let the uh, boy I watch. Mean, <laughs> do, do you really want to know? I mean, not really. I guess okay. I do. Just, uh, Sarah's well, into you that see, kind of stuff. when one baby bird loves another baby Shut bird. Shut up! All right, we're done. So, unfortunately, though, with Corey's return comes the unfortunate departure of our uh, standard sound man, Chad, which uh, which means uh, that our audio might sound a bit better this week. Um, <laughs> we, we might be able to hear us. Um, he's, not, he's, not, he's, we, not, he's not deep throating a jewel. Half it, the and time. if anybody was wondering, if you listen to our last episode, the reason that Chad is not here is he has finally succumbed to the mesothelioma that he contracted <laughs> from the asbestos and the Italian houses that he lived <laughs> yeah. in as a little boy. <laughs> it, so isn't we, that what he said that he so, had was so mesothelioma? We, and so we sent him to Kentucky for healing. Good news. Apparently. Hold on. It, it, it was yeah, mesothelioma. It was mesothelioma. Everybody knows Kentucky bourbon hills. So the thing is, if he watches like daytime TV, like Mari and stuff, eventually there will be a commercial about mesothelioma, and Chad can call that number and get the help. But he can't fuck his cousin because his cousin also <laughs> has mesothelioma. If they were to have kids, it wouldn't be the inbreeding that's a problem. It's the mesothelioma that meshes together. I picture their kids coming out like speaking like they have to like talk through a stoma or something like that. You're like, they're not cigarette smokers. I don't know, but mesothelioma sounds like something you'd get from. I don't know, breathing in asbestos and smoking too much. No, dude, it's tobacco. Italian AIDS. He told us Italian AIDS. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna do. Is some... that why their eyes are all green? <laughs> what? <laughs> Every Italian's eyes are green. I'm just curious. Are they really? I mean, for the most part. That is completely false. <laughs> <laughs> where is your? Where is? What your colors green? are Chad eyes? Yeah. Uh, green. Like, Hello. 
That's one. That's one. I'm on a roll. In Chad's eyes all the time. Corey apparently has been doing some really deep, passionate staring. Yeah. In sorry, eyes. sorry, I'm really into my friends. Not like you. But, so. but, but, sorry, Rival. Let's get back on track because I know that we're trying to do a little bit shorter episodes. Sorry, now. Yeah, no, it's it's fine because uh, um, I I do suspect that as with most of our goals, we're not going to reach them. We are. Um, <laughs> so that that's okay. We're, we've we've come to accept that. So uh, FYI, but, I tallied how many times we said mesothelioma in 20 seconds. And well, put another tally. Put another tally. Yeah. You just said it. So Shock Mark another one out. Mark one for yourself. This, this episode will be known as the mesothelioma episode. Um, also, how do you spell that? Survivors of mesothelioma oh, are going to tune into this podcast those kids. now. Did you, did you see those kids? They tied like a 23-way tie or something? No, it was an eight-way tie, but there was 23 final oh, rounds. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on? The, the national spe- or inter- Is it international oh, spe- or is it national? No, it was national. There's a lot yeah. of Indian yeah. kids in that it's thing, so I would tell bet it's because I didn't see a single There's a lot of Indian kids, but like, like very few like Cherokee or Choctaw. All dot, no feathers. Um, yeah, so uh, what do you guys? Key. We're gonna we're gonna go on a round table. You give me uh, one word. How do you feel about uh, an eight-way tie for the spelling bee, Corey? Wait, I was not. Listening. One word, goddamn it! Tim, millennials. Jason, Indians. Sarah, India. Cheated. All cheated. right, so cheated millennial Indians. All right, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. That's the new. That's the new group that just like feels so marginalized. I'm, you know, <laughs> like, I'm, we're the Indian millennials. A, we've been cheated. I'm the old CMI, baby. <laughs> so they know. I'm gonna call the CMI. Cheated millennial Indians, man. <laughs> <laughs> The CMIs. I'm pretty sure that's like a machine shop in in South Dallas. Isn't that that award that country musicians get or something? CMA. Oh yeah, cheating. Yeah, okay. Can CMIs be on your next round of merchandise? Yeah, see him yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. we'll have a we'll have a cheated millennial. Southernly charmed. Yeah, southernly charmed. Thank you. Oh very God, much. I have so many things to get to. You're reminding me. Okay, so uh, two things. One, I, I we shouldn't mention our sponsor here, uh, Southernly Charm. She made these kick-ass uh, koozies for us. She shaved Chat's uh, cat. She makes cups and logos and all that kind of stuff. And Casey, we do apologize if you got a lot of pet grooming inquiries after last week's episode. Heard you're pretty good at she shaving can, cat, girl. She mm. can put a logo on damn <laughs> near anything. <laughs> damn near anything. Yeah, like, so Taters. if you want to, like, she will jackhammer a logo into your residential street if you, she will do that for you. The city's going to be so pissed. Uh, it's going to... Yeah, a, we our, actually we recently power our branded street out here. We recently uh, hired her to go do like a Fight Club style where she's like blowing up apartment buildings to make the the, the fire of our. I don't our remember logo. that in that movie. I did, I did, it's I did. the very end. mayhem, bitch. It's That's... the very end. Oh really? Yeah. So obviously Jason didn't see the end of Fight Club. Well, he's he knows he Robert know, Paulson. He knows not to talk he knows about it. Loves so. part. <laughs> Wait, that was Meatloaf? Meatloaf yeah. was Robert Paulson. Yeah. yeah b- what? B- what? Bitch tits, Bob. Yeah. Y'all are blowing my mind right now. <laughs> yeah. UNT, baby. Call, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> We're bitch tits. Yeah. Okay, so next thing I wanted to get to here, I, I, I thought oh. of this actually yesterday. Um, bitch tits. I, 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 I needed to come you. clean to you guys. I needed to tell someone this. Uh, I realized yesterday, I don't like hamburgers. And uh, yeah, right? I needed to tell you guys that. I need to come clean. I don't. You're really playing with Tim's emotions right now because he's on the keto diet. You literally ate two double cheeseburgers on the podcast one day from McDonald's. I know. I didn't like them. You know? (laughs) That's dumb. I didn't like them. I didn't buy them. I sent Shay. I sent Shay to get them. She brought me back double cheeseburgers. I thought they had onions on it. 
and they're gross. Um, but no, I, re- I just, re- I was singing the other day. I was like, I've never craved a burger. I just don't like them. Like, I, I, Isaiah and I went to uh, Burger Time Machine. I got a Philly cheesesteak. Like, I, you know, I just don't like hamburgers. <laughs> okay, so and I needed to come clean. What is it that you don't like about a hamburger? I don't know, man. What do you prefer more than a hamburger? Uh, oh, most. Maybe most the fact things. that it's not uh, ham. So, so, so here's the thing: is like whenever somebody goes like, "Hey, what do you guys want to eat?" Somebody go, "Oh, we can go get a burger." I'll go like, "Dude, I just I don't want that." Like I, I'm always so like, "You're I'm that gonna, guy." You're I'm that, always you go, are that guy. So if we if we went to like we went to I don't want a burger. I want a nice wedge salad. I would eat a chicken sandwich if we went to like a place at McDonald's. Speaking of food, we got a very interesting text before the show about sandwiches or something along those lines. Jason, you want to care to elaborate, or maybe Sarah would like to chime in. I'm gonna pitch this over to Jason. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'd, oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I sent it on to her. Don't worry about it. So <laughs> I thought that it would be nice if Sarah would make us some sandwiches <laughs> on the podcast the, today. Because she's the woman coming to the no, podcast. No, because last time on the podcast, she, never she made a mentioned that she <laughs> likes to make sandwiches. <laughs> BS. This is such bullshit. Tim, will you read the series of texts, though? I think people need pre Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. I will. First so. off, Tim's a cocksucker. All that, everything <laughs> on that group text no, is confidential. <laughs> I'm good. And Jason texted us at uh, at 12.07 today and said, is Sarah coming today? I texted back, yes. She goes, hell yeah. I was hoping I wouldn't have to make my own sandwich today. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to know the then, ironic part of that? I literally had just got done making myself three little Hawaiian roll sandwiches. And that's, that's the way, way you have diabetes because you're eating that sweet bread. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Newsflash. That's a good to point. everybody out there. That's I have contracted point. diabetes. It's, it's not. It's so, not. It's not the clap, dude. You don't. You don't fuck. You don't fuck a diabetic and then like automatically you got diabetes. You don't know that. Has it been proven? Or has <laughs> it not him. been proven? Has it? That's a good. That's a good point. That's a good point. Has not been proven, Corey. Corey, like, should right. I get tested? Or maybe horses can't be diabetic. Yeah, that's a fact. And also, it was chickens. <laughs> then you have salmonella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, but luckily man. for you, you can go with Chad because the mesothelioma clinic and the salmonella clinic are in the same building. Oh, Neither okay. of those things are true. Man, that's got to be a really <laughs> big sign. Do you think? Okay. <laughs> a lot of letters. <laughs> it's a lot what, of letters. What, what do you think? Like, okay, so let's say you went to, like, um, you showed up at, like, the Denton Civic Center because tonight at uh, 7 p.m. was uh, the Mesothelioma Anonymous meeting. <laughs> and, like, that would be the the worst room to go to. You walk in with a bunch of skinny Italians <laughs> sitting sit, sit around. <laughs> All of well, them well, look like carbon just, copies of Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, whatever. Oh, I don't, I don't know how I got it. I don't know how I got the message to the home. God, it smells like olive oil and oregano in this bitch. It's <laughs> just like, what is going on? No, no, that's just a Tony. <laughs> They're telling me that I get the message to the home. I don't know how. And maybe they say, don't know fuck your cousin. <laughs> I can't fuck my cousin. I'm here so I can find out how to fuck my cousin. You guys know something I realized? We don't ever talk about sports anymore. Whoa! We're for a transition, Jason, because I got a whole page here ready to go. Um, so here's the first thing I want to talk about, and the reason I want to talk about this topic is because fuck you guys, all of you. All right. And if you say Taylor Bertolette's name, I swear to God, I'm coming across this nice tablecloth table to kick your fucking. Well, ass. you'll slide right across. This. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to table. I'm pretty it's sure this table will collapse. We'll there will be no sliding. So I guess I'll get to my second topic then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is last week, or last time we recorded, 
you guys gave me so much shit for asking Sarah if she'd seen Robert Griffin live. You guys shit on me like uh, like uh, what a fucking horse on Corey. Canadian country. <laughs> And and I reason is some freaky shit with that horse. So be, I can neither uh, confirm nor deny that's happened. They, they call that an equine shiza film, <laughs> I believe. So I, I um, like you've had that like in Sarah's your back got mesothelioma, though. He's just coughing over there. Jesus. So um, what I'm doing because you guys pissed me off, I'm powering through with this topic, and we're going to talk about seeing athletes live. All right. And we're going to talk about which athlete you have seen live, like, really fucking like, impressed you. Like, and, or like... Uh, um, and so here's... I'll give you some criteria. Now, I can give you mine so that way you can think of yours. Because sure. I, I've obviously had some time to think about this. It can be A. <laughs> I, I had some criteria, like He's A. not even working. Fidelity. It's the, it's the I, do, I, I don't do ever. shit. Uh, <laughs> so, A... It can be like when someone call in to ask about accounts. Ryan's just like asking how asking you feel about athletes. <laughs> Who have you seen live that you really <laughs> like? Not, not a concert, not a concert, not right? But an athlete. Okay, so but here's the thing: one, it could be someone that you didn't like realize was that great, and you want to see him like, holy shit, that guy's pretty good. Two, someone that is like fucking blew you away athletically, like oh my god, this I knew he was good, but this guy really. Or three, just like the aura of that person, like you're like. I can't. They, we're in this arena watching this guy, and it's just like, the aura, you know. And so, because I have an example for each one of those things. Okay, go. So, if you want, I can give you my three, or I can give you a couple, and you guys do your own. Please. But go ahead, give your couple, and then okay. we'll go. Okay. So, number one for me was the guy who really impressed me when I saw him live. And on TV, you're like, he's pretty good, but live was Jason Kidd. And fucking Jason Kidd was such a wizard. You don't realize the spacing that he was working with, like the the, the like the the. Um, the short amount of spacing, the pinpoint accurate, like the just the the this fucking brain on him working like, uh, working the defense. It just it was. It, I saw him live one time and I was like, man, I know I mean, I know he was old and he was like a good passer, but live just was a different story for me. So on Jason Kidd, this is this you know this is a sports this is a sports tangent here. Um, he's black and white. Okay, I was just about to ask a quick Canadian? question. I was gonna say, so do, do we consider him white? White, he's white. Or black. Okay, he's white. Okay, but he's white, but he, he looks has... black. No, no, no. He has he's... some black in. I feel really racist right now. No, th 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 this <laughs> isn't racist. This is observational. I think one of his par I think one of his parents might be half black, so he might be a four. He's a quarter, a quarter, a quarter. Black. correct. So really, okay. this question That's isn't near as tricky as like the Michael Jackson dick question. Right. What color <laughs> is, is it? Is it black or white? <laughs> yeah. well, yeah. Does it that, matter if you're it. black or white? <laughs> 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 that's um, why he wrote that. Song. That's right. <laughs> he, was, he was singing to his willy, you know. <laughs> so, so I'll don't give, act like y'all hadn't done it. <laughs> I'll give I, I'll give you my next my next two, and then you guys you know, maybe have some time. The next one was I saw the Chiefs play on uh, Christmas Eve a couple of years back before they had Mahomes. And, dude, watching Tyreek Hill live was fucking insane. Like, this dude was so freakishly athletic, and he was just, I mean, the double, they had to, like, double, like, two and a half coverage him every time. He was beating his guy every fucking time. And I didn't realize just how, like, how insane his route running, the speed, all that was. It blew me away. Lastly, would be during, you know, 2010, 2011, when Josh Hamilton would come to the plate, like that aura around him, like you forget how, like with, with the way things went, not a baseball town, all that shit, the way things went, you forget just like how fucking good and like the aura around Josh Hamilton. Apparently so, a lot of people have forgotten now because we're about to induct him into the Texas Rangers right. baseball. So oh, there's a lot of blowback. So, so th there, there's three I just thought of like, like quickly. I was like, oh like, man, those guys seeing them live was different. Watching them on TV, like, oh, there's Josh Hamilton, but live, like, I was like, oh shit. I don't have a, I, I, don't was have a, I don't have a couple. I mean, like, I think that, 
I think watching, I think actually watching Dirk play, I think it's not so much that the uh, you're so amazed by it, but oh, that can I you, also specify, you just like... You can also take this negatively, too, if you want. Like, I, I watched a guy play live, and he was shit. You can do that as okay. well, you know. Well, I just feel like, I feel like whenever I was, like, I watched Dirk, it wasn't so much that he was just absolutely killing it every time I watched him. It was just so, he was so larger than life that you, you sit there and you get to watch him, and it's kind of like starstruck. But I remember, I remember one of the, the my most favorite games I got to see live was actually going to watch Adrian Beltre hit his 3,000th hit that day. And it was a crazy story. I wasn't supposed to be there. and ended up getting tickets, ended up sitting in the stands. And the guy I was sitting next to gave me some free water, and he was sitting there saying, like, all these all – these, Why, because these... he thought that you looked hot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fat-ass needs some water. He's <laughs> like, you want me to get a, get a paramedic? I'm like, no, I'm good. Just sweating everywhere. It was July <laughs> at like two p.m. Just give it to hot dogs. I did. I did. I did remember. I did remember. He said he's like, "I'll watch it." But all these fair weather fans are gonna watch watch Adrian hit his three thousand, and they're gonna leave. And uh, right after Adrian hit his three thousand, and I was totally gonna do that. <laughs> right after his three thousand, I uh, I turned him and said said, "Oh man, I gotta run to the bathroom. I'll be right back." He's like, "All right, man. I'm like, you need anything?" He's like, "No, I'm good. Man. Okay, I'll see you in a second. I totally walked out. Never see the guy ever again. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> I just completely what ghosted a him. Dick. I, I want to. I, I want to. But, but but Adrian Beltre. I mean, it's so much fun watching watching him play whenever he played with the. He Rangers. made baseball fun, dude. He and made that's hard to do. A blast. And, and so I wouldn't say it was so much. There was a lot of talent. I mean, when you hit a home run off his knee, you know, oh, yeah. drop down to his knee and hit it out of the park, that was amazing. But but I don't know, being in the stadium when he hit his three thousandth, that was special for me. So. I, so real quick before you guys get, I want to piggyback on that. One time I did the same exact thing. I wanted to go see on Christmas Day. I you uh, say hit a home run from your knee. Yeah, like, well, <laughs> bullshit, dude. I've never hit a ball farther than like twenty yards. So, no, no. no <laughs> yeah, no. I've only hit one home run in my whole career. So, so uh, <laughs> one time on Christmas Day, we went to go see Cowboys versus Eagles. Like I was a kid. And the Eagles were just fucking smoking us. And uh, I remember, like, these Eagles fans sitting next to us being like, look at all these pussy Cowboys fans leaving, Fairweather fans. And my dad had already been like, hey, you want to go? <laughs> and, like, we were like, oh, yeah, pussies, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so we did the exact same thing. We're like, oh, we're going to go get a Cowboy dog or whatever. There's one at the time. A Cowboy dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not, not a real hot dog. We it's know you're like, leaving. It's like blue ketchup, and for some reason they use <laughs> mayonnaise. Yeah, know, like, you remember weird. when Heinz went through that, that phase where oh, they did yeah, the, the colored, colored ketchup? ketchup yeah. So gross. I could I could never stomach eating purple ketchup at Burger King. I did though. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I ate it. Totally did it though. All right, who's uh, I, I I'll go next. So both of mine are actually it, it's funny. One is gonna I believe he'll end up going into the NFL Hall of Fame. Um and then the other one is yet to be seen, but both of them were high school experiences. So when I was younger, we had a deer lease in Palestine, and Palestine High School is where Adrian Peterson played high school football. It's not technically a, a, a state. It's like kind of a... Oh, get out of here with your religious bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, anyways, so we went out. We watched four different games. We'd go out early on Friday night. That way we could watch. And it was literally, it was a man amongst a bunch of little children. Like he would me just, on this podcast. Yeah, basically, yeah. He would just run through all everything. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to keep trucking and act boys. like I agree with that. And the other one was uh, two, three years ago, I saw Kyler Murray play for Allen against Trinity at UNT. And I've never seen a high school quarterback who looked so head and shoulders above everybody else that I was just like, holy shit, like this kid's the real deal. Whether or not, that's going to transition in the NFL is yet to be seen, but I don't know. It just, it stood out to me like big time, and big, big time. That's where the high school and college is where you can see such big discrepancies. And like, who's, who's the real deal. And who's just 
somewhat athletic kid or whatever. Yeah, like watching Reggie Bush in college, I obviously didn't see him live. But like, holy shit, this guy is such a freak athlete. He is just like juking everyone on Tulane like twice in one play. Just, okay. Yeah. Quick question to piggyback off of that. Do you guys feel that – okay, I, I go back and forth. What do you all feel about Reggie Bush whenever he was in the NFL? Sometimes I Successful feel like, you know career. what? Yeah, sometimes I feel like, ah, he petered out, wasn't too much. Great, but no. Good, successful career, yes. Yeah, it and, wasn't and, as flashy. I mean, it just no, didn't, it, it wasn't near what it was at it USC. Transition uh, same well, with, same like with Ted Ginn. Was... Ted Ginn had a yeah. good, solid career. Now, never what he was. He was picked like number four overall. Hey, what, never who, that. But who was he, the who was the other running back at USC with Reggie Bush at the time? Lindell White. Lindell White. Yeah, that's Thunder and Lightning, yeah, baby. Thunder and Lightning. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey didn't want nothing to do with that. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> We got <laughs> horns up and rolling them boogies, man. <laughs> <laughs> rolling them boogies. Sit in my Lincoln, just rolling some boogies. I got a hot <laughs> pot of chili on with that most energy. <laughs> that was a little bit more Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> B- biscuits, that was. mustard, <laughs> French fried taters. <laughs> Sarah, what do you got? Mm, I would say... My number one, I'm a huge Steelers fan, so I would say watching Antonio Brown play is pretty unreal, like in person. I went to a couple Steelers games. He's pretty unreal. What was like the most unreal pretty thing unreal. you saw him do? He just... Whip out his dick. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> our truck. Like, Damn. I, was that one. I think, yeah, I think he just he <laughs> makes dick. plays. Mr. Big he just Chest. Makes plays. He catches ball exactly in front of you when you're there at the game. It just, it's unreal. I don't unreal. I've ever it's been pretty... impressed by a wide receiver in the league. Dude, like, well, that, that I saw live. Like, so, like, I don't know. I can't, I can't resonate with yeah, that. Yeah, so far, two of ours, like Tyreek Hill and, uh, and Antonio Brown. Sometimes, like, Antonio Brown. So you're it's, wrong. It's Tim. like his, his, his movements, man. Yeah, I've never seen him live, but, like, Watching him just like run those routes and just get that separation, you're like, he's really not that fast, but he's so so, so quick. Yeah. Bigger question he, is, you're and, a Steelers fan? Yeah, you I, know this, buddy. Well, I know you. I, I know. was just about to ask that myself. Explain yourself. That's another podcast. That's another, we only another have forty podcast. minutes. No, we, we, have we got enough minutes. time now. It's been we're doing, we're here now. Don't be don't be dodging questions. Okay, so my dad is not from Texas, so we grew up when we moved to <laughs> Dallas. I know when we moved to Dallas, he hated the Cowboys. Like he just didn't like Tony Romo. He didn't like Jerry Jones, and so I kind of, I mean, kind of adopted that, and so we cheered for everyone that played against the Cowboys, basically. So I didn't have an NFL team growing up. Which is great. And then when I was in high school, I started to actually watch NFL and actually get into it. And I loved watching Troy Polamalu and Heinz Ward play just on a team. And the Steelers were very, very fun to watch play. So I started following them and following Heinz and Troy. And then Big Ben started raping people. And then Big Ben started going crazy. Uh, (laughs) But they were the first team that I actually enjoyed watching and followed along. And I... And I worked for both of them because they both worked for the Alliance. So oh, I got okay. to meet both of them. So, um, so I've been a Steelers cool. fan ever since. Really? Yeah, so I actually started following and uh, watching the well, team. Here's, here's Troy, a, Troy and Hines both worked for the Yeah, I didn't know that. They did. So here's a question for you, though. So you, I mean, Does Troy you, still you, have long hair? You worked in the NBA. Yes. You worked in the NBA. I'm assuming you saw a lot of NBA players live. Would you see one that just like, really like, just, like, fucking stood out? And like, you're like, holy shit, this guy is really good. He's like, clearly better. I mean, I think there's people like that on each team. So every time we'd have a home game, there's a standout player when each team comes in. But I was all I was super impressed with how Embiid actually plays when he actually gets out there because you see him as just this big seven two guy walking through the halls, and then you see him at practice and we see him at events. But how he actually plays, I just think he's very smart. And watching him play was pretty pretty crazy. So he best, would be my NBA. Who was the best visiting team player you ever see? Like, did you see mm. Golden State come through? Like, I mean, like you saw. Yeah, everyone came through. Yeah, Kyrie. I would say. 
Yeah, I mean, Kyrie, I mean, people were the most pumped for the Knicks because it's like the Philly-New York yeah. aspect. And so it really didn't matter who was on the other team if it was both New York teams or the Jeremy Lakers who would sell out every single time. <laughs> Jeremy. So Jeremy Lynn, yeah. Christoph Porzingis, he was yeah. a big dude coming in. Um, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. The zinger, as we learned from yeah, last time. Yeah, from last time. <laughs> but I would say that also my last one was at college when Sean Oakman was standing on the sideline. He just is a sheer monster and mm. watching him was pretty crazy. He is a monster, both on and off the field. But, he, wow. he, uh, Sean Oakman starred. Well, Sean Oakman, actually, he had a starring role in the movie. It was called uh, Anaconda. Uh, oh, yeah. That was Ice Cube. Uh, wasn't it? Right? I think it was yeah, Ice Cube. Cube. Yeah, check out that pop culture and reference, And I believe. It's got your IMDb It was J-Lo. Yeah, it was, it was J-Lo. Ice Cube and J-Lo. Corey. Well, now that I think about it, every time I go to a sporting event, I'm usually drunk, so I'm not really paying attention a lot. That's that's, that's, player just, I saw was that, that, that's how that little four-year-old yeah. got hit in the face by that fly ball the other day. She was well, drunk. you know, because her grandma was drunk. <laughs> okay. But one of the biggest things that so I went to the She's Byron Nelson dead, right? with Tim about okay. four years ago. And what? What, what now? The Byron Nelson? Oh yeah, with me, yes. And I forgot about that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you and, were that, there? Was, God and damn. that was during the whole. Uh, that's when Jordan Spieth had just kind of uh, broke out and was like, I think he just did. He he just won the Masters. Yeah, that would have been yep. 2016. Yep. Yeah, and so just being able to actually witness him and just like actually see him play in person. Because I mean, if you watch on TV, it's like okay, they hit it and you see where the ball goes. But when you're actually watching them go through and you have all these people around him. People are always chatting and. Well, like you know, like you play golf yourself, and so you're out there and you you tee off and like you you just watch them hit and where how they're hitting. How fluid from. and how easy. Yeah, it is. it's, it's the most like, infuriating the thing on the planet because yeah. you're like, how can this asshole yeah, do this exactly. and I cannot? Just, you sit there and you watch it and you're just like, dang! If I was playing this co- this course right now, I'd be getting just my ass whipped. And so, yeah, solid one twenty. Nice. Solid yeah, it was just pretty. It was pretty insane to see, and it was like, wow, this is. So I just thought of a couple others that I was thinking of. Uh, you're talking about high, um, around here. I, I did see Ladanian play at TCU, Ladanian Tomlinson. Ah, that I bet that was. What do you know? What year that would have been? It's, it was like like oh one or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, in that range. The one thing that I'm taking from this little segment is that Ryan was a very privileged kid. He got to go to a lot of sporting <laughs> yeah, events. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. TCU had such expensive <laughs> yeah. tickets they back in the day. They're playing the Mountain West. It was the yeah. Mountain West at that time. They're giving um, away but tickets. Poking holes in my stories, okay. assholes. And then, uh, <laughs> shit, well, I just damn it. Now if uh, oh oh so so on the note of like guys like like you know we're like pretty good, but like when you see them live. Uh, I saw the Titans Cowboys game last year, and watching Jalen Smith like cover side to side was like, it was cool to be like, oh shit! Like, uh, I, you know, the camera doesn't focus on linebackers; it follows the quarterback. Then they they throw it, whatever. You're able to see the whole field. Like watching Jalen Smith cover like sideline to sideline, like was was pretty. But cool. I can I can tell you this now because I've been to I think I've been to a Cowboys game every season for the last three seasons, and Ooh. I can sit here and say, <laughs> no, I can't. I, I, I was so I was thinking about that because I was at. You remember the remember the game when Zeke Zeke jumped into the the kettle? Yeah. At the end, that was that was against Tampa Bay. I was at that game. And I remember, I just remember being spending so, Thanksgiving with your family. Me and Jerry were hanging like, out in the, like, I was in the owner's Jerry, box, yeah, drinking, drinking Johnny Walker mm-hmm. Blue. No, but it was like it was. It wasn't Thanksgiving. It was like it was like two weeks. It was two weeks after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. Trust me, I, I remember vividly. I was dressed as Santa. Anyways, that's another story for another time. <laughs> Come on, kiddos. I mean, what? <laughs> Anyways, so... Uh, Thank God sure... people can't actually see you right now. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, I, 
remember. I hate I, all I, of you. I, I by just, the way, <laughs> I, just, I remember. I remember seeing. I remember, remember watching Zeke in that game and thinking like, he's he's a badass, but it just wasn't. It wasn't nearly as impressive as some of the other things I've seen sports wise. It's like it's like football is extremely underwhelming to watch somebody who's really really good play. Whereas at home, it's much more easy easy to digest. I think we talked about that in the last podcast about the best live sports to see and like the best live sports. The best live sport is not football. It's definitely not football. And so I don't know. Yeah, it's darts. Dude, darts is pretty awesome. Like, no, I mean, I mean, I guess like, like I can see Zeke because honestly, Zeke's not fun to watch at home. Like Zeke's not a fun player to watch. He's he's the best running back in the league. He's not fun to watch. Le'Veon Bell is fucking fun to watch. You know, like there's certain guys like. LaShawn McCoy is fun to watch. Zeke's not fun, right? It's because like, Zeke, Zeke is more – his, like, effectiveness is predicated on, like, raw power forward movement, yeah. push the pile. I, I can like, tell you who was fun people. to watch, which was only for one season, Marion Barber. Marion Barber is fun to watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the, I'm the, big, I'm the biggest Romo fan there was. Out, Romo, yeah. Tony Romo, not, not fun to watch. Okay, but actually on that note, based off what I just said about, like, why Zeke is – like, he's kind of more raw power, straight line yeah. speed – who who was a more fun running back to watch for the last six years than Marshawn Lynch? Really? Well, because he was he was like that was, just I, that dick was slapping every linebacker in the league. Man, is boom stiff dick, dick or whatever you know <laughs> stiff <laughs> dick. Okay, <laughs> he never did the stiff arm. It's always it's always a dick to the face. Skittles match. on the way. Man, that's a new yeah. term for yeah. yeah the, the Skittles league. thing, the anti media thing, the just powering over dudes, throwing him, the throwing. Men that were paid millions. Oh, dick. Yeah, right. Men that were paid millions of dollars to tackle him. He was just throwing their asses to the ground. Yeah, fun as hell to watch. Yeah, uh, you know Zeke. Like I said, I think he's the best running back in the league. I don't think he's fun to watch. I, I, I mean, he. I, so I watched him a couple years ago against Cincinnati, and he had 170 yards in that game. But it was like, where's the impression? Uh, uh, I think it's more. I think it's more predicated on on the Cowboys' offense though, uh, than it is uh, well, anything else. Another comparison is uh, to me, Anthony Davis. I saw him live and. He had like 37 points, and I was like, "Oh shit! How do you get that many points?" Like I didn't even like I didn't really realize it. It was I mean layups and dunks, and I'm like, "So uh, skyhooks." It, it's see and it's massive. It doesn't impress I, me. This is how I feel about Anthony Davis. Like, I feel like playing. Anthony Davis is kind of like the new age big fundamental. Like it, the, the way that his game is, I I don't know. I mean, I, I could be completely off on that. I think eyebrow. I think it's because he has such a big eyebrow. He doesn't get as much sweat in his eyes, you know. So it's more. Good uh, point. Yeah. So he's got a visor on. He's got his own like headband. I, I, I can recognize it's a natural headband. That guy is good. He's scoring a lot of points. Like he's obviously like swatting away shot. Like whatever. Like I get it. But like, it was not. It wasn't like I wasn't getting that experience. Like oh wow, this is fun to watch. Whereas I'm sure if I ever saw like Steph Curry live, I would be like. He like dominates. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, more, it's more fun. Like, oh shit! This guy's electric. You know that kind of thing. So I, I get it. No one. No one ever went and go see to go see Tim Duncan and thought, "Holy shit, that guy!" Something else. And, you Did know. you see that bank shot? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And 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 it's actually funny because I mean, like a similar build. Uh, Tim was a little bit more athletic, but well, maybe not in the early days. But Dirk was still. I don't know. I guess just his play style. Oh yeah. Still, and I know we're we're all homers here because we, we live and breathe the guy. I thought but, you were talking about this Tim at first. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah, Tim and Dirk do not have a similar build in any way. <laughs> very, whatsoever. very similar. <laughs> so but, no, Dirk, Dirk was. I mean, I don't know. He was one of those people that yeah. I feel like even in this year it kind of has been proven. He drew like the 
the I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. The other fans, like whenever he was playing in guest stadiums, like people, they enjoyed watching him as well. He was one of those players that that drew a crowd to where they're like, oh man, we're watching one of the best European players to ever play the game, if not the best. Yeah, he, he's the best. He's the best. You know, Detlef Shrimp might have. Hey, that, that, uh, what that's about Vladi Divac? I mean, come on, guys. Vladi Divac. <laughs> yeah, he's running that franchise into the ground. <laughs> The, right. the king's so, Now, that's actually a good, a good lead-in because uh, we don't have that much time left, which means that we can get into NBA Finals talk. Um, so, um, how interested are you in this year's Finals is my first question. I'm very interested, being that it's, uh, well, at least one different team from the past, what, seven or six years? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Well, at least one, one player, uh, being that LeBron's not in it. But... Uh, I don't know. It's a Golden State's got a little bit different of a challenge because, in my opinion, I think that Toronto is the best defensive team that Golden State has played in the finals in their entire like little finals run that they've got going on. Uh, anybody? Yeah, Kawhi's pretty Dad? ridiculous. I mean, he's just a really good. I don't know, just an overall player. He might be one of the best in the league. Like, he's oh yeah, so it, it, as, he's, as he's a not, and well, it's like his play style is not flashy, so he nah. doesn't really get. Well, he's such a great defender. He's well, and it's because he's quiet. He's a quiet dude. Quiet people. It's the the squeaky wheel gets the yeah. grease type thing. I, guess. I couldn't be less interested. I'll That's, be real honest with you. Tim and I are in the same boat. I, think. I couldn't be less. Interested. I will. I will get more interested in like a game six knockout or a game seven knockout. I will be more interested then. But it's just there's just nothing that excites me about the NBA Finals personally. Unless there's unless I have something that's really on the line, and that's and honest to God, that's how it is with most of the NBA play- playoffs. I was gonna for say, me. if it was two different teams, would you be more interested, or is it just the finals in general? Could I pick two two non Maverick teams that I'd be more interested in watching? You know, I, even though even though I hate, not that I hate, it's not that I don't I don't root for that for for the Rockets or for uh, the Spurs, mm-hmm. but if both if either one of them were in, and then it was against. You know, if it was like a, if it was like a, if it was, it can't happen because they're in the same, the same conference. But if it was, if it was like a Rockets, if somehow it was a Rockets, Rockets Warriors final. That, well, that, happen, that was the finals to me. That was the finals. Yeah, the, the I was, I was finals, pumped for that, that series. It, yeah. After that series, I haven't watched a single NBA playoff game yeah. since the Rockets Warriors yeah. series. That was, yeah, that was yeah. my finals. That'd so. be it. But I, I don't know. It's just, it could, it could happen because they're in the same conference, but there's just not, there's not a team from the East that excites me the that Bucks. much. The only, I, I the only, cool with the Bucks. you know what? I think I was about to say the Bucks or maybe the Celtics. If, if it was, if it was, if it was a Celtics, a Celtics Golden State game, that'd be pretty cool. Or if it was, or you know what? If like for some re- weird reason, the Lakers were actually a good team this year and it ended up being that would been. I think that's probably my my answer would be if it was a LeBron Lakers and a Kyrie Celtics final matchup. I probably would watch it more. Well, not only is that like storied, two story, major players, but also it's, it's like just storied the, series, yeah. Well, and just the two teams in general. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's a it's a storied series of two of two two NBA blue chips. I, I think what I came to the realization of watching Game One, and I say the realization, I've kind of been thinking this for pretty much this year in its entirety. I have finally succumbed to the fact that I believe, outside of any Mavericks players. Steph Curry is my favorite player all time that I've watched at anybody else. I, I enjoy that play style more so than anything. I, I, I love the I'll dunk the ball when it's worth three points. That, that, that's my thing, like 100%. I, I love, love that. Steph Curry is – he. I don't care what anybody says. He is electric. He is fun as hell. He can change the game at like the drop of a hat based on 
his main skill set is the biggest swing in points that you can have in sports, really. I mean, for the most part. The only thing about Steph Curry is, like, he can't keep his mouthpiece in his mouth, and that, <laughs> that pisses me off. Other than that. I think well, it's just like a habit. There, it, it, he it, just has it like a, one of those. And, and honestly, I kind of think that I suffer from the same thing that a lot of, like, just casual NBA fans do with, like, their draw to Steph because – Steph is not this giant, intimidating, athletic figure. He's he's I think he's, he's listed. An average, he's an average. Yeah, dude. he's an average-looking dude. So as a casual fan, you're watching the game and you're kind of like, okay, yeah. I mean, I, I can not not that you're saying I can see myself doing this, but you're kind of you can relate to that more than you can LeBron like James JJ jumping down the or charging down the lane and jumping from the fucking free throw line and slamming the ball. I, I will. I will say that that it is fun to see a team like Toronto, who is playing in the finals. It's fun to see a guy like Kawhi Leonard with his style. I mean, I know there's some people who have some sour grapes over him as he left San Antonio. It kind of like a, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like lately there's kind of been this like tinge of like diva personality that's come out about about Kawhi. But in in reality, I mean, the dude will make just an amazing, an amazing play that only five other players in the league can do. And he'll and he'll walk away from it like it's not a big deal. And he'll do it with no emotion. Correct. I and that's it. and that's what excites well, what excites uh, 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 uh. <laughs> him. Well, no I think emotion. that's how he laughs. <laughs> <laughs> the no emotion thing is actually medical. He has mesothelioma and he's unable to he's unable to show emotion. Ah, he's Italian, huh? Well, I was wondering when we were going to stop being so serious and actually acting like I, we were uh, analyzing but, uh, sports. No, I, I feel like the old, tell Marcus. I'm not for or against this. I'm just saying the most interesting part of this whole finals right now is the whole Drake aspect. Yeah. Just the fact that he's there. I, of anything, I'm like, I don't. I so think it's kind of annoying. I think it's a little annoying, but at the same time, I'm like, well, no. that's the only thing I'm really you know interested what? in. You know like, what? That's, that, that's awesome that, that the underdog team has a celebrity like that. Who's and it's not and he's not a bandwagon celebrity. Let's just let's just say. I mean, he's from yeah. Where you at, Justin Bieber? He's get the out there. Epitome of a band. Okay, other than the Raptors, he's the epitome of a bandwagon okay, let me, celebrity. Let me take you back. He's been a fan of the Raptors for a very long time. Well, yeah. What else? He's from Canada. But, but and, and so well, not even that. Just Toronto too. But that's what I'm saying is like it's like it's it's kind of fun to see the underdog underdog team. It's kind of like how the Mavs were in the 2011 with Mark Cuban because Mark Cuban was annoying as shit and nobody yeah, he liked owns him. the fucking team. But you, but, you, but you know what? But you but you like you like it. Doesn't doesn't Drake have interest in the Raptors too though? Doesn't yeah, he's he? part of the. No, no. Aaron Rodgers is part owner of the Bucks. No, he, he doesn't own is. anything, but he does no business. Like he, he designed some of their alternate jerseys and stuff like that. Jesus Christ Almighty. Are you serious? Yeah. That's the I literally heard that on the radio as I was coming over here. I hate him even more now. Mm. Anyways. So, okay. So, um, let's see. Do you think Steph Curry at this point is underrated? Do you think he's become underrated because like all like the Kevin Durant uh, – Chattered the last couple no, years. No, I, I think if anything, is it's, he better it's than KD? No, it's picked back up a little bit more in KD's absence. Although, well, I mean, in the first game they lost, but I think Steph still had he dropped thirty two or thirty three in that first game. So I don't, I, I don't think he's underrated. I mean, he's he is right there on the top three to four of the faces of basketball right now. So I mean, if anything, top two. I, I would still consider LeBron the face, but. Steph's right there with it. I mean, yeah, think. Who in the last 
I don't know, 25 years has had as much of an impact on the way that the game's played than Steph Curry has. The floor is completely spread in a different um, way Brian than, it's, than it's ever been. Dirk, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki, um, he taught, a lot of people had to lift that leg, and the people started well, that. Doing was that was 35 years ago. The stretch right, four, so. I think, was what they, they called it. But um, <laughs> and, oh, and, of course, and, of course, J.J. Barea. Now you're seeing an influx of little tiny Puerto Ricans. So, but, <laughs> but behind those guys, I guess Steph Curry had an impact. And that's what I was gonna say. I was trying to leave all my Mavericks homerism at the door. I but... mean, he still is the NBA Finals. Like, you know, that's where they protect to be the MVP. So, I mean, is he really underrated? No, no, that's well, what I'm saying. I don't think it, it, anyway it is. It is possible to be the best in the league and be underrated, right? Like, it, it is possible that. Um, people go, well, LeBron's still not better than Kobe. And you're like, well, you're underrating him because he fucking is, right? Like, so, uh, you know, like there's, there's, the, there is possible to be the NBA Finals MVP and still be underrated. You, you sent that, you sent that picture to us just the other day. Oh, about the, the efficiency? Yes. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, yeah, he's, he's going to be the Finals MVP, but we're not talking about him currently. We're talking about him amongst the league. We're not talking about him in a historic sense, which he should be talked about in, right? Yeah, because based on that efficiency chart that I sent, as far as it, I believe that was just efficiency in the playoffs, correct? It, it, it was it was the point so. differential so. between when that particular player was on the floor, what their plus minus was, and Steph Curry is the leader over the last, I think it was like thirty years is what they had tracked. And it was like yeah. Steph, and then I want to say it was like I don't know. I think Tim's trying to look it up right now, but it was like Steph, Kobe, Dirk. Um, then LeBron and I don't, I can't remember. Steph, LeBron, then Dirk, then Shaquille O'Neal, and then Kobe. Kobe was last. Okay. So we're we're talking about him like, yeah, he's one of the three faces right now of the NBA. Three dumb Lakers. We should be talking about him as in the last two, three decades, like he is a historically great player. He should be up there with those, right? Like that's how he should be talking. Oh, absolutely. And his mom is smoking hot. Smoking hot. And that. Well, I mean, Del Curry. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Steph Curry's mom is. Have you never seen Steph Curry's never. mom? Her nope. Stephanie Curry. Son. Her name is Son. Her name is Del Curry, right? No, her name is yeah. not Del look Curry. Up, up that Del, is Steph's dad. A, no, Del Curry is a new type look of computer. Del Curry naked. Del Curry is an Indian type brand of computer nowadays. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Coming to she your looks, home soon. She looks a little, a little crack whore, I'll be real honest. The Del Curry. What? what, you don't like a little freaky? <laughs> I'm going to tell no, You don't know how she's going to be that. from day to day. Hey, speaking of crack whore, look up Goldberg from Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. <laughs> 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 yeah, Goldberg. Goldberg yeah, he's like, I, real know, I didn't know out. Goldberg looks like a crack. He looks <laughs> methed out like crazy, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. dude. I was going to say, Goldberg is a dude, right? Yeah. yeah okay, and, and, but he's a crack whore. No, I say he's okay. Crack we're after head. Head. Oh, crack head. Okay. Yeah, anyways. Okay. Gotcha. So, NBA final stock, we got that out of our system? Got out of our system. I believe so. Okay, great. Until next recording, we'll talk a little bit more about it. Sarah's disappointed in us saying that. I like the NBA finals. Well, lean Why? in more and speak into the mic about it, damn it. <laughs> say it with your chest. Well, I mean. She can say it with her chest. <laughs> All right, Sarah, you tell us uh, what, what else you have on the NBA Finals currently. Make boobs what, what, do you, what, what do you have for us? We're running out of time. <laughs> what? We're running out of time. Yeah, all right, yeah. I just enjoy it. I think working in the NBA so long, I think the NBA Finals is just something exciting that I, I don't care who's in it, but I think it's exciting to watch. That's just me. 
But what's so exciting about it, though? Yeah, but what about this I mean, one in particular? I mean, it's the finals. This one in particular, I mean, I could care less about both teams, but it's still a finals. It's still a championship atmosphere of a sport. And did so you watch, that, to me, is cool. Did you watch Champions League yesterday? No. <laughs> All right. No, no one, no one, one right. watches that. No one that. else did. Right. Okay. Who cares? Who cares yeah. about Tottenham and Yeah, and who cares? Dairy who cares about the the, the, the yeah. most popular sport in the world having their finals yesterday? See, that's where we're talking. Ryan, we've been over this a thousand times. That's because every other country in the world is poor, and that's all that they can afford to do is play yeah. soccer. Well, just go ahead and Google USA debt ticker and see what we come up with. All right. Anywho. That's all fabricated. <laughs> that's all fake news. Um, Anyway, uh, so let's see. We're, we're going to wrap this up because this is uh, <laughs> Ryan's trying to figure out a way to uh, yeah, to do a backflip landing this. here this and is, stick uh, it. This is so that 40- was the first one of uh, first of our short podcasts. Yeah. So. Uh, see, see how awkward the shorter it, it ones seem. I I I, yeah. I don't ex- I don't like it. Uh, I don't really. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Thirty we, more we minutes. We can't. Thirty more minutes. We can't end on that though. So here's how here's how we're going to end. Damn it, Marcus. Goddamn cat. Here, here, That's Chad's black cat. Okay, here's how we are going to end. It's gray. Okay. Yeah, but he's black in spirit. Okay. Give us give us your feedback on if you like having Sarah on the podcast. We like having her on here, but Well, hold on. Don't know. speak don't speak for everyone. We don't still haven't even taken the vote if we like her or not right, though. Ah, you're you're, you're talking for everyone here and we haven't <laughs> and didn't bring the sandwiches. That's your good point. So here's the deal. Quick. Ironically, she used to work We're gonna go. at a sandwich making store. I did. I did. I did. Damn it! That's what I should have fucking used earlier, and I totally Connor, spit the bit on that. Skills to get back at it. Yeah, I spit the bit on that. That's my mm. fault. Sorry. Hey, which one was that one that had the capicola on it that I always got? Uh, well, there's the capicola sandwich, and then also there's the number seven who has salami and capicola. That's what I got. Mm. <laughs> and you can get the you can get the number five, which is also capicola and ham. No, fuck. <laughs> How do you remember these? We haven't worked there in so long. I've worked there too long. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can almost recite the whole menu still. Let's do that. Tim, Corey, and I all worked at this sandwich shop together. The same so. sandwich shop. So we're going to do a quick runaround here uh, before we end. Worst sandwich meat. Ooh, that'd be our turkey pastrami. The worst sandwich meat? Worst sandwich meat. Oh wait, but in general or just there? In general, dude. Oh, uh, the one, the uh, bologna with the little olives in it. Oh, olive loaf or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jason say, loved that. I can't use bologna, <laughs> but I don't like it when you get the ham that's been like boiled. Damn it, Tim! Out. You took mine. That's, that's uh, waterlogged uh, ham. Oh, you mean you mean gross. boiled ham? Yeah, it's L- that's literally the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that ham that's boiled? I don't like that. <laughs> boiled ham. Yeah, that was gonna be mine too. I would say the super dry roast beef that's just like chalky yeah. and real gross. Or you know what's really gross is I don't like I don't like 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 tuna. I don't know something about canned tuna. Entirely too much tuna. Entirely too much. I feel like you guys talking about roast beef and tuna back to back was just it was yeah. it was on the spot. I, I, I'm saying it. I'm you know saying, what I'm saying? It. don't know what you're talking. about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I get it. It's gross. It's, it, it is gross. You don't want that on the same sandwich, you know. I <laughs> it, it, it looks weird. It smells weird. You know. You don't want it on the, on the same sandwich. So here for the ice test power hour, we got Corey, Tim, Jason, Sarah, Ryan, and uh, roast beef and tuna. Good, Corey, click oh, that you button. You can't say Sarah last and then say roast, roast beef, beef and tuna. 